Welcome to the What The Mum podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I will be your host. Every mum-to-be knows that as soon as she becomes a mum, her world will change forever. Everyone is keen to give you advice based on their own experiences. Other mums delight in sharing their horror stories so that new mums are better prepared for what might happen. The lack of sleep, feeling exhausted most of the time, living in bodies with even more wobbly bits and never having any privacy. But everyone's story is unique. Everyone's experience is personal. On this podcast, I will be sharing real stories told by mums like you and I about their experience of motherhood and how life changes when you become a mum. This podcast is about showing you that you're not alone. We may not be in the same boat, but we are experiencing a similar storm. I hope these stories will inspire you to do what you want and be who you want to be. Anything is possible if you really want it and if it is really important to you. If you want to find out more about me and who I am, check out my website, mummyandabreak.co.uk. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing six awesome women who will inspire you with their stories of what I'm calling changing direction. My guest today is Namisha, who I had the pleasure of working with during 2021 Um, which was only last year, and who has helped me a lot with my mindset. I wanted her to be part of this series because similar to me, she has changed direction. She hasn't always been a coach. Through her story, you will see that life doesn't have to be a straight path. The path you are on will bend, twist and turn, and if you let it, it will take you to where you are meant to be. Thanks, Namisha, for joining me today. Yay! Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Oh my gosh, I forget sometimes what one has done. It's like, yeah, there was a story before. My pleasure, my pleasure. Um, so, Namisha, tell us what is your story? Tell us about who you are, what led to your change in direction, and how you got to where you are today. Oh, well, First of all, who I am is actually normal human being, mum of two beautiful um, kiddos, a girl who's nearly going to be nine and a little boy who's five um, and a wife. So I have all the titles um, in addition to uh, being the CEO of my business, um, which I took up in 2019. And so the story really comes from that time. I was in corporate for 18 years, so very similar to yourself, also in aviation, so I worked for air traffic, and um, joined straight out of university and had multiple careers along the way, and kind of got immersed in corporate life, had had the two kiddos, got married, did all the things. Um, but really for me, after having Shay, which was my, uh, the little boy, I started to question things and I felt like there was more, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And of course I had all the, the, the drama associated to, yeah, but what would you do? Kind of golden handcuffs being in a uh, corporate environment. Um, and I didn't know, genuinely, I didn't know anything outside of um, the company that I worked for. So anyway, I went back 
after maternity leave, Shay was one, with a bit of a time gap. So I kind of gave myself three months, four months leading up to the next financial year and said, okay, I'll, I'll give it this long and then we'll see how it goes. Anyway, I didn't get my act together either. I got immersed, carried on. But then we went on holiday. And out of nowhere, of course, um, I got a little gift wrapped in sandpaper. And that was um, three different viruses um, in one go. Out of nowhere, I was all well, uh, but came back very, very sick. Um, And initially it was just like one week, two weeks. Then I was written off, uh, I was written off. I was given a a sick note for for a month and it just went on and on and on. and like genuinely in hindsight, in hindsight, I do see it as a gift wrapped in sandpaper. And it was God saying to me, like, stop, slow down. Like, seriously, I've given you many opportunities to go figure this out. And you haven't now. Now go figure this out. Um, and so I spent the best part of six months being off sick at my kitchen table, immersed in wellness, because the first thing I had to do was get better. Um, and just spent so much time with myself. And so yeah this is where I discovered you know taking care of yourself is more important than anything we can be doing because it's the whole oxygen mask analogy right if you don't put your mask on first how can you help other people and for me at the time if I couldn't get out of bed I was no good to my kids let alone any element of work and so there was such realization and, you know, genuinely it was an opportunity for me to reconnect with myself kind of discover who I am, what I'm about, what's the future hold for me. Um, and thankfully I got better, even though the doctor said that you should be getting better. There's nothing we can do. Um, and so it was mind over matter and it was mind, body and soul is what I immerse myself in. I'm quite spiritual anyway, but I went down the avenue of mind mm. Um, being my work and that's what I did to get myself better Um, I did I left Nats um, you know mutual terms all all good qualified as coach and then set up in April 2019 so this is what happened oh my goodness yeah and you are where you are today having completely like I think that's the thing something always happens whether it's big or just little whisperings that give us a clue to say just need to take stock of what's happening because maybe you need to turn left or (laughs) turn right or your in your instance it was just like traffic lights stop yeah yeah and you know what I think it is like again now I can say it with so much confidence it's like seriously listen to your gut and your instinct and you know like listen instead of just like la, 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 la. you know it's just like must do a b and c it's like no you know it's like so loud and clear but I think again it was what was going on in my head that was preventing me and talking me out of something that a bit like you right it was like I've got planned don't know what I'm going to do what would you do anyway and um you know you need to like there's a financial commitment and a, and a you know you fall off the cliff and blah, blah, blah. and it was all that logical thinking that stopped me it's like I must have plan and this is where I started off with and it's like nah and then I guess the plan was made for me <laughs> um but you know like this is what I would say and I say to people it's like don't wait for a life event 
to happen. Because yeah, I'm super grateful that I got better from it. You know, there's some people like there's some big stuff that happens that is life changing, but you don't have to wait for that. You know, like you can honor whatever signs and niggles that you have in you to do something different and be something you want to be. And, and it's funny because we obviously, not funny, obviously, but we see in the in the press lots of paper, lots of news that tells us of people who have gone through massive life changing experiences, which then lead them to doing something different because all of a sudden they realize, you know, life's too short. I am more courageous than I realize I'm going to go and do this thing. But it shouldn't take that life-changing moment for us all to wake up and go, we have so much capability. We have so much potential. And we are braver than we give ourselves credit for. So just have a go. Take that small step towards the thing that deep down inside you know that you want to go and do but as of yet there isn't that like bleeding neck thing that forces you Mm. to look at life differently Mm. and how much easier would it be to go after what you really want if you've got time rather than something happening to say oh my word I haven't got time quick I'm you know because I've realized I haven't got time it's not that it turns into a panic but time all of a sudden takes on a different meaning so you know do it now where there's that that calmness about you and your mind is more open and can like see things that are there in front of you just waiting you to grab hold of yeah and I guess like for me what I would say is the difference is the chapter of pain that you have to then experience and for me, it was like, I completely lost my voice. I completely lost my voice. And it was all here, um, you know, like laryngitis and other infections. I mean, like, genuinely, I couldn't speak. And that was my suffering or like, that was my pain that I, ha- that I went through in the end. And I'm, you know, who knows? Like, as I say, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but you don't have to go through a pain in order to go do what you really, really want to do. You know, it's like, you get to do that anyway um whenever you choose now there will be some sort of um you know I say pain but you know like uh like you say braveness or some courage you know you're gonna have to access some sort of emotions in order to pursue it but it is so worth going through those undesirable emotions versus some harder hardship or you know something that's out of your control Mm. um so yeah but you know, either way, there is a story to tell, you know, like you, like you, I think you said you, you can turn the ship or something like there is a story to tell and you get to tell it in your way, unique to you in terms of pursuing the thing that you really, really want to do, um, which was your dream. And, and I'm a great believer in how we behave, the actions we take, the words we use obviously has a huge impact on our children because we are like the biggest influence in their lives whether it's them looking up to us and going oh my word flip it my mum she's like amazing or 
yeah, I wouldn't have done it like that, mum. Maybe you would. But either way, you know what? It's you know, it's it's the positive with the not so positive. So, how do you think your change in direction has influenced your children? Oh my gosh! I guess the first thing I would say is um, just being present and just being able to be a mum, because one of the reasons. Um, that I had all the questioning uh, uh, after the set, my second was I was on this corporate rat race and I was juggling and I was multitasking. I was on the motorway, like on phone calls and then dashing to get the nursery pickup and then trying to cook dinner, you know, like it was too much. And so, you know, leaving that life and creating this life that I now have, it just allows me to be, and I get to choose what mode I'm in, but I am so present for the kids. And I love that so much because my experience was my parents always worked. They were in business, um, you know, always, always working in terms of growth and providing for the family. But, you know, we genuinely fended for ourselves a lot of what I remember. Mm-hmm. And that created a huge amount of independence. But equally, it's like, I missed my folks right there's things that we didn't get to experience or they they weren't there for or that we didn't do you know be it sports be it music whatever it might be and and like I'm like no I'm here for you like what are we doing today um and I made a few rules with myself that said like these are the things I'm committed to in relation to the children you know in terms of drop-offs and pickups and going to Friday prayers and being there for sports day and being there for um you know performances and whatever it might be Christmas nativity without the guilt you know because there's doing it and then there's doing it with guilt and like no 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 the guilt is optional and I'm like we're not all doing that you know it takes work <laughs> it's like why don't we I get to be a mum I'm privileged to be a mum and so I'm going to exercise that privilege by showing up so no, I well I relate so much to what you've just said because although we're not from the same culture our cultures share so many similarities and similarly you know my parents were working what seemed like 24 7 and the whole not there on sports day because they they couldn't and I understand and I understood it and you accept it and similar to you I'm like right well I want to be there without any condition without having to ask for permission and to sort of have the bits of my childhood that I didn't have but it would have been nice to have them and don't get me wrong you know there are lots of things I have in my life now that I wouldn't have had and I wouldn't have known if my mum and dad hadn't worked so hard but it's our um it's a benefit for us that we we can start that one step higher than where our parents started yeah so it's taking what they've taught us in the whole like being independent, knowing knowing about business and like dealing with people and probably being ma- a lot more mature earlier than maybe yes. some of our peers. Yeah. So taking all of that great foundation and going, right, how can I make this even better for yeah. my children? Yeah. And what's going to enrich their lives, but as well enrich my life? Because it's like we said, we're not mums first we are us yeah 
Mm, Being my mum is is uh, one of the roles we play. So it's got to be as much about us and what we need, as well as the wonderful children in our lives that bring us joy, as well as the challenges. All the drama. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And, you know, like now I see it like, you know, three and a bit years in, I really see that, um, especially my daughter, because she's the eldest and she's a bit of a mini me, as I'm sure Leah is to you. Um, But like she sees how I operate. Right. She sees the flexibility I have. She sees me taking care of myself um, and and doing the things I want to do. And like she will happily go tell my husband like, mum is the boss of her like mum is the boss of what she does and I love that like because it just creates such a uh, you know an opportunity for her that says like do you know what you get to do whatever you want to do and like we're fortunate that you know like my Steve's got the the corporate life and that's what he does and that's fine and he she sees that and then I've got this business life that I manage and and do and do it from home do it in my own way because at times you'll come like it's like mum what do you do today and I'll be like I did and she's like oh and she just she's just like mesmerized by it and um I've got a sort of whiteboard here and and she'll go mimic a bit of coaching and a bit of training and all this and it's just like oh I love this this is yeah being an example of what's possible um which I think it's so needed in this generation that says like, you do not have to conform to education, school, uni, this, that, get job, do this. And then you're stuck for 20 years. Like, no, don't have to do that. And I think, and that is the biggest thing. So um, looking at our education system, and obviously this is not a podcast about our education system, but when they, when schools were first around, and I didn't know this until like a few months ago, it was all about creating beings would be ready to go and work in manufacturing because you know back when schools came about that's what like work life was all about so it fitted the purpose in which it was designed that's not the case anymore a lot of the jobs are around at the moment just did not exist back then probably the majority of them didn't exist back then so I think it's about teaching our children through what we do to be proud to be individuals in a compassionate respectful way because you know we all are here on this earth together therefore you know we should have harmony but that doesn't mean you can't have a different opinion yeah yeah Accept it, accept yourself, flaws and all. Yes, yeah. And like follow your passion. You know, like find it as best as you can and go pursue that. And if it's not that, go use that as a springboard and go find the next thing or the, the, the slight tangent. But go do what you love because I think that's the generation now. It's like if they're doing what they love, like when I look at my kiddos, Wowza, I mean, at a young age, they are going to thrive versus, you know, must go earn salary. And you're like, no, if that's not what you want to do, don't do that. Like, if you want to go be a yoga teacher, go be a yoga teacher. You know, if you want to teach yoga on YouTube, go do that. See what happens. Like, the money will follow. Mm. If you're doing what you love, you'll do it from your heart. 
and whatever the reward and recognition is, it will come. Um, and that's, yeah, I'm like a strong believer of making sure they get that. <laughs> it's funny because I remember from my childhood, the consistent message from my parents, because, they, you know, that's how they were raised, was you work hard and you go and get a good, solid job because in their their generation you wanted to find a job for life you know it's all about job security because you want to know with as much certainty as possible that you can provide for your family whereas I think as time has evolved we now know actually that if you're doing the thing like you've said Anisha I'm just repeating you if you're doing the thing that you enjoy the money will come You would just, you know, just by doing and being, which are your words. I just love it. Um, it, it's so much more fun. <laughs> oh my god! Like so much more fun. Like why are we here? Otherwise, you know. Exactly. So you're like, why? Why do something that is not fun? And like you know, when you're doing something that's not fun, you know. So yeah, love that. So. What are, in in your in your world? You're a business owner. You're a mum. You're a wife. You're a daughter. There are so many roles that you play. We play, and it's all part of like doing the mummy juggle. What top three tips would you give mums who are who are listening to this and going? I'm just stuck in like the juggle. I don't know whether. I'm supposed to turn left or right. I'm just surviving. And at the moment, that's all I can do. Do you know, like genuinely, if they if they know that, that's a good thing, first of all. And then I would I would genuinely invite them to honor that awareness and pause. Like literally stop. And they do that voluntarily, right? They don't need to wait for any drama to happen. Like, go stop and pause and really see what's going on. So if it's that element of overwhelm and juggling and all the things, it's like, just go sit with all of that and pay attention to the reality of where you find yourself and what is going on so that you can see it. Because I don't know, like, and I've been there once upon a time, you know, and I know, and it's almost like you go in autopilot and like you, you, you're like in robot mode. You don't even know what you're doing, quite frankly, but you're doing it. And you're, you're like, it's precision. If you're anything like me, right? And, and, but you're so caught up in it that you can't even see A, what's going on, but B, who you're being. Like you kind of lose this awareness of who you are. And so that would be the first thing. It's like, just pause, like take yourself away, like literally remove yourself, right? You know, have a time out. And ideally, you know, you're looking for some quality time. You know, five minutes is fantastic in a given moment after you've done a bit of work in this area, you know, like self-development and and personal awareness. But I'm talking, have a day out, go be with yourself, go reconnect with who you truly are, what feels you are, what's going on, what's not going on you know, what's energizing you, what's draining you, like, what is it, so that you can see it all, and like, either talk to somebody about it, or like, if it's with yourself, if you, if you like to be with yourself, unpack it, like, write it down, if you're, again, like me, I like to journal, and just get it out of your head, um, and see, so 
in a long story, it's notice, really notice and see it. And then with that awareness, you have a choice mm-hmm. and it opens up choices for you that says, okay, now what? Do we stay here with how this is all going? Or what do I change? You know, something going to give. Do they change? Do we change the environment change? You know, like what next? And it doesn't have to be this massive grand thing. As you and I have often spoken about, it's your next best move. Mm. It's just asking yourself with all that awareness, you can literally then go and ask yourself, what is my next best move? And your next best move, maybe I need some more time to go figure this out. Fine, like, you know, negotiate with the other half and get the kiddos sorted or whatever and go be with yourself. Because I think one of the main things I experienced being a mum and probably my own tendencies was that I was always there doing for everyone else and everything else. And I must, you know, like my success is if I ticked all the boxes for everybody, I showed up for everybody and everything, job done. End of the day, big tick. And yeah, it's like, I was probably like on the ground on my knees because I hadn't really fueled myself. And it goes back to the same thing I said before. It's like, you have to take care of yourself. Mm. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and juggling all things, largely is because, you know, your bucket is, is, is really reduced, if not on empty. You're going to go fill it up your bucket with some love and some attention and some care. It's so important. And I think that's, uh, so I hear a lot and I have to bite my lips sometimes because like we've, we've mentioned off air, sometimes people aren't ready to hear the message. But I hear a lot, I just haven't got time. I'm just too busy. And it's like, well, just wait a minute. Listen to what you're saying. You are the most important person in your life. If you are unable to function, the people around you who are busy trying to look after, they're going to miss you. So you have got enough time. You don't have to be as busy as you think you are. Make sure that you realise you are a priority. And I, I just think what everything that you've said, people need to listen and not just listen, hear it and then when they're ready, action it. Yeah, yeah, so true. And I, I've said it, you've probably said it, that the, the time the time thing, it is a story. It is absolutely a story because time is a circumstance. We've yeah. all got the same time, you know, no matter who you are, what you do, how famous you are, how successful you are, what job you do, we've all got the same time, but it's our thoughts about time that creates our reality right so if we're thinking we haven't got enough time guess what's going to happen you're going to be in urgency and graspiness and busyness and overwhelm and juggling because you're approaching life from a place of i haven't got time i haven't got enough time and honestly it is one of my stories that i worked really hard on because it was like the truth. It's like, yeah, but it's true. Like the sky is blue. I do not have enough time to do me or the things, everything I want to do. But then the realization came, it's like, oh, I got to stop doing some stuff. <laughs> That's not so important. 
in order to do the things that are important. And that's what it is, you know, like I know it sounds like cliche about prioritizing things like that. It genuinely is. We have a set amount of time. What do you want to do with that time? And everything is not the answer. Even though we want to, right? Um, so yeah, like seriously, give, give, we've got to give ourselves grace and love and care and attention, just like we want our kiddos to do for themselves. You know, because they're sponges and they pick up on what we radiate. Um, and I'm so conscious of that. So yeah, my time story is very protected to me. <laughs> I try not to let it hold uh, to, to show because otherwise, and it does sometimes, especially the school run and other things. Come on, we're late, you got your bag, it's going cool. You know, like you're in this mode. And I hear myself and I'm like, oh, wow. This, even I don't like the sound of it, let alone what they're listening to. Mm. So just notice, honestly, just notice there is so much power in first noticing what's going wrong. Zero judgment, zero, um, you know, filtering. Just, it is what it is. But now you get to grow, now you get to choose what happens. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And I think that is a perfect way to end this episode. Other than, other than people listening, and maybe those watching will be saying, Namisha, she is, she is a wise lady. I need to connect with her. I need to be in Namisha's world. Yes, you do. Namisha, make it easy for everybody. What's the best way people can connect with you? Oh, best way people can connect with me um, is on Instagram, um, which is namisha.patel-owen and also LinkedIn. So I have kind of this dual identity. It's like I have this corporate world of Namisha because that's where my um, ex, you know, corporate colleagues hang out. Um, and then I have this really fun space where I go, bit, I go get to be me, a bit more visual and stuff on Instagram. So either um i would love to connect with your beautiful souls um and your community so yeah look forward to it amazing well i'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you namisha for talking to me today and being so open and honest and sharing all your wonderful wisdom and i'd like to say thank you for listening and i shall see you next time everyone take care I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. And if you did, then of course, please share it with other mums. I have lots more resources for you that will help you on your journey through life. Just visit my website to access them, which is mummyonabreak.co.uk. You can also find out details about my book, Busy. Take care and see you the next time. Mm -hmm.